This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Yeah, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason, what's going on? What do you have for us today? Okay, well, this is kind of like a uh, breaking case of podcast um, sele- selection here. So while we are going to talk about No One Left to Fight 2 at some point, today we're talking about something I've been looking forward to read for a while. And something that's also been sitting on my two-review pile for, for, quite, for a couple months now. This is Decorum by Jonathan Hickman and Mike Huddleston. Now, uh, long-time readers and listeners know that that I really love um, Jonathan Hickman. It's like he's he's done like some great creator-owned creator-owned work over at, over at Image with titles like Nightly News, Pac, Pax Romana, Tran, Transhuman, like these miniseries that basically helped establish his name and got got him got him noticed by Marvel, who basically put him to work on on various series, like most notably it's like um, Secret Warriors and um, and Fantastic Four, which led to it to a very, very well-regarded and influential run on on, on Avengers that all, that offered up a lot of concepts that influenced the uh, it's like the Infinity War and, and Endgame movies as well. So, and you know, like while he was you know all set to go back to you know create own work after that because he's also he's also working on uh, oh what was what was it um, oh East of West at, it's like at the time it's like that that series you know it's like it was. I mean, it was entertaining, but it was also just felt like it was a lot of like, you know, really entertaining, like, like surface level stuff. I mean, it had like a lot, some interesting concepts about, you know, like what happens when the uh, fourth horse from the apocalypse fall, falls in love and and death specifically. It's like, and what, what's he going, what does he have to do in order to make sure that somebody stays safe from his former co-workers? There was also, I mean, it was like, it was a lot, it felt like a, like a really well executed um, biz style, style of a substance. And after that, well, it's like you want it migrating back to Marvel to um give us to give us the Krakoan era of X Men. It's like a, a, a setup that you know was so successful, um people wanted to um keep um keep it going even though Hickman had basically already made plan apparently made other plans for it and was forced to like hastily um wrap it's like wrap those up in the meantime with with Inferno. So that that's where we're right now. But Hickman is also um. Also found time while he was work, working as the head of X to do another creator-owned series with artist Mike Huddleston. This would be Decorum, and you know it's like and you kind of figure like the, the guy who was like basically kind of going from strength to strength with a lot of his writing work. This is something that I'd be very like very much like interested in, and also with his teaming with um Huddleston, who's also like a very talented artist whose work I've seen seen before on on t- titles like. D- Deep Sleeper, The Coffin, it's like in the Home Homeland Directive. He's a very, oh, and also Butcher Baker, The Righteous Maker, which was also was also interesting too. But apparently, that led to like a big big falling out between him and writer Joe Casey in the process. That being now, that being said, you know, seeing the two of them team up for this series, like you know, I was all for that. Even more, uh, it's like interesting was the fact that they were you know kind of like being tight lipped about. You know what this is actually going 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 to be about. Like the uh, like all I had had to go on for the series. Like I didn't seek out a whole lot of interviews, it's like with them or reviews of the issue, issues themselves. It's like all I had to go on it was the fact that was this, was what they said in the solicitations that this was the story. This is that it says that there are many assassins in the known universe. This is the story of the most well mannered one. So. And also there was some preview art that basically implied that, hey, you know, the look of the series seems to be like a kind of like a sci-fi version of Assassin's Creed 4, which, hey, cool. But 
as far as like, you know, what this series is actually going to be about, well, I had no idea. It's like when I actually opened this up, which, you know, it's like kind of, kind of rare these days. So I was, so that was definitely something else the series had going in its favor. What I ultimately got, however, was something that felt like a supersized version of one of Hickman's, you know, high, high, high concept miniseries, you know, like the bit, the bit where you got like a science fiction mock, mockumentary about like about what happened about the race for uh for human for human enhancement and say transhuman or what happens when roman catholics get a time get a time machine and pack pax romana decorum is kind of a uh it's basically a hunt the mcguffin type series it's like in the sense that you know like the mcguffin is a celestial messiah and the people doing the hunting are the uh it's like are the machines that were that were created by it problem is with these machines is that they are also coded to believe it's like to believe in god and the armageddon and that their ultimate ai it's like the one leading them is just basically refer is one that they refer to as it's like as god themselves so you've got religious fanatic machines you know trying trying to hunt down like like their like their maker or stop him from being being reborn by the mothers who are who've been spiriting away for like um, thousands of years now and it's like and and that's kind of like the, uh, the core of the series, but that's not where it, where it really starts. It really starts with one Niha Norisud. She's a courier, courier living on an living on an aquatic aquatic planet with lots of shift, shifting um, landscapes, perfect for like you know all sorts of nefarious black black market activity. And so she she's and she's a courier doing her best to like you know like get get through the day, get enough money to, to eat, and also to keep her brother who contacted the um, galactic plague it's like alive in his in his cryotube. She is definitely one of the one of the have-nots. It's like, and she's just, and as we meet her, she's like, she's been contracted to deliver a package to, it's like a package to a place. This place is happens to be like a local crime lord who has basically found himself on the uh, on the wrong end of one um, Imogen Smith Morley. Imogen is it's like is the uh, very well-mannered assassin referred to in the in the solicitation text. She is all all class. Like and and we can see that in her like in her dealings with this with this crime lord, who well we, and that's when um, Niha like just walks in because she's been contracted to deliver a uh, like a a box to this it's like it's like box to um Imogen it's like at the specific time and it's like it basically allows Imogen to just take out these these bad people without without a second thought and she also winds up taking a liking to uh, to Niha at the sa same time so she winds up. And so with um, Niha just realizing that, you know, hey, I've got no better option, so why don't I go with the uh, really polite assa assassin lady? Even though it's like, you know, Niha isn't really, it's like all, it's like all that keen on, on assassination and all. So that's, so that's where the series, that's where the series, I like, kind of get some, it's, we get our, our main char characters from, and we get to see, then we see um, Imogen take, take Niha to, to, to her, to her assassin's guild known as the sisterhood of man and and she's one of like four four recruits for this like for this particular time so while the thing is like well while Nia is being trained the uh, motherhood is still trying to find ways to um uh, raise it's like a uh, um, rebirth the rebirth of celestial messiah it's like and also the uh it's like the um, church of the singularity the robots who believe in god it's like they're it's like they're still trying to find them and they're also, and um, their leader like Rochi has basically, you know, 
it's kind of like the end of his robotic rope here, having realized that, you know, he prefers oblivion to like thousands of years of failure that he's had, you know, in order to turn up the, uh, the, the egg of the celestial Messiah. So AI God basically says, well, you know, rather than just like, you know, kill you outright, I'm going to just going to, why don't you just, I'm going to charge you with make, finding a, uh, it's like a new, like a new group in order to, uh, you know, like f solve our problem for us. And well, wouldn't you know it, there's a really high, highly specialized group group of assassins who, it's like who can who like finding like you know someone who doesn't want to be found. Well, that's kind of it's kind of in their in their wheel horse as well. Now, what I've told you right now basically is a is a little more than the first two thirds of it's like it's like of this 300 plus page book. And you're you're wondering, well, wait a second, if that's kind of like how the story gets started, like, well, what what about the rest of it? Well. That's kind of like the that's kind of like the problem with with decorum is that there's is that for all of its all of its length its, its world world building its style its elegantly constructed conver conversations snappy dialogue well done it's like well done art it's like and you know it's like cleverly done action sequences there's not really a, a whole lot to it and when I said that yeah it's kind of like a Hunter McGuffin type type story yeah that's basically like all all it is it's basically just kind of like a it's a supersized version of like one of hickman's like a like early early image miniseries and um it's like on one hand that's not necessarily a bad thing but i i was kind of expecting more more from this i mean it's one thing to just you know read like say like a 96 page graphic novel and just like get see it see it talk about its clever ideas and get out before you've before you've become bored with things decorum I wasn't exactly bored um, while reading it. I can give you, I can tell you that much. Um, Hickman and Hulson are really good with creating like a, like an entertaining style here. Just from, I mean, from, from the way that they, they introduce us to, it's like Imogen and it's like Niha. It's like, they're, they're like, they're likable enough characters. We want to want to see them succeed. Even if you, if I would have liked a bit more about, you know, just why, but about understanding just what um, Imogen, you know, saw in Niha, besides just, you know, a chance to uh, disrupt the uh, status quo. But, you know, it's like, it's, but, but it's like the, the dialogue that he had, that Tickman gives his characters, it's like, is fun. It's like seeing like the training sequences that, um, Im that, I'm um, sorry, Niha goes through over, over three years with the Sisterhood of Man. It's like, it's actually, it's compressed really, really well and show, it does a good job of essaying growth, like the growth of her, it's like of her character. And um, let's see, oh, and um, Huddleston's art is, it's like, it's like, is really impressive to behold, because he's got like a, like a, a widely varying style in the sense that it, it can look like really, it's like ultra, like, like ultra detailed, just like, like so, just like really impressive, like you know, C, CG painted, it's like art and some some scenes and just like some really it's like really really simple yet still incredibly ex like expressive like um pen it's like pencil work and others it's like and he's also you know does a great job of like you know like showing us this this world and all of its, this universe really in all of its various um, um ver um various locales it's like it's like it's it's great it's great work it's great work to behold it's like and it does a good job of it's like like of um of uh selling you know like this like what um what hickman is done is developing here oh and also yes there are plenty and plenty of da data pages 
I mean, it's like, I mean, like I know that that's kind of, this is kind of Kickman's like you know stock and trade at this point. But so like if you're if you're hoping that you know oh it's like you know he's that he that he was getting tired of this or he'd find some way to mix them up. Well, no, we're we're not there yet. But as someone who has really like never um you know stopped liking like like what he's what he's doing here, I was plenty entertained with what we got here. And they and as always, they serve as a is it is not it's like it's a it's either entertaining distractions or a way to express you know um, dense world building that would have taken like normally taken a lot longer to it's like to display in it's like in the it's like in it's like in the series itself, which you know feels kind of weird saying that because. Yeah, it's like there's a lot of just you know, just people people talking, you know, getting um, like getting sick burns on each other. It's like seeing uh, Imogen and Sister Ma, the other, it's like the other head of the uh, Sisterhood of Man, just go at it because while Imogen, Imogen is is classes all get out, um, Sister Ma is just as it's like like it's just is um crass in the opposite opposite direction. They make they make for an inter- entertaining pairing, and it's. It's like, and it's fun to, and it's fun to see them go at it. So, and I said, like I said, it's, even though like, this is like very long, it's like, it's, it's like, like I said, there's, a, it's just like more, offers more of the style that um, Hickman and, and Huddleston have, have achieved here. And as I said, I like, it's like, I like the style they, they, they came up with here. It's entertain it's like entertaining on a, it's definitely easily entertaining on a surface level. But the problem is, it just doesn't quite seem to, like to ultimately go anywhere. It's like, I mean, it's like, yeah, like the, uh, not to give too much away, but you know, the good, it's like the good guys win. It's like, and you know, it's like in the universe, and the universe is saved. But at the end, I'm kind of left wondering, you know, what, what was the point of it all? It's like, what I mean, like, does it say anything, you know, new about do anything new with like, you know, like this. Like this group of female assassins, do we learn anything new about like about this AI, you know, cl- collective? I mean, not not really. I mean, it's this is really something that it's that's for the uh, like the established um, fans of these creators. Like, this is something I would try show to like show to someone to like to convince them that that oh right, that that um, Hickman and Huddleston are worth it's like our creators worth following. Even though it's like it's it is kind of interesting to note that you know. I think Hickman's most satisfying, it's like um, work has been has been with the, within the superhero genre, probably because you know he, it's like it seems like it's probably easy. It seems to be easier for him to just you know create you know like comp, um, complex stories that have lots of intricate move, it's like moving parts to them and a lot. It's like and some and some real depth to what's going on. It's like when he's got like you know like a pre-built universe to um, to work within. Um, in this case, it's like, I mean, it's like I liked decorum, but at the same time, you know, it's like for 300, 300 pages, like 40 bucks. I was kind of expect, I was expecting more, more here. I was expecting more than just you know a fun, fun adventure story that also hinges upon a ridiculous coincidence that, you know, on one hand, it's like it, it's something that it's something that happens towards late, like late in the story, and you kind of realize that. It's something that had to happen, or else you know Hickman, the series would have gone on for um, like twice as long, and you know that probably would have been uh, really that probably would have been trying my patience at that at that point. It's like, and also it ends on not quite a cliffhanger, but 
definitely the promise of more because while this volume is um subtitled the womanly art of assassination the uh the promise like the second volume is going to be called the womanly art of empire which you know sounds interesting but at the same time i can't say i i'm like frothing at the bit for for this to like for this to arrive if hickman and um huddleston want want to go ahead and do it then sure i'll i'll be there for it but they seem to be pl plenty busy right now with um hickman's substack um venture on three worlds three moons which you know right now it seems to be like building up a uh like a whole whole world you know for story like for stories that they're going to they're going to um tell so maybe like you know they're getting all like the pre-built um stuff of this universe out of the way so they can you know start playing with the toys within kind of like their own version of the marvel universe so i'd like i'd be interested in seeing that you know when that comes to fruition but so i mean like i'm still interested in seeing what these creators do next but decorum you know it's fun entertaining and you know definitely more style over substance as i said it's one one for um, converted fans of of the, these creators um people look interested in seeing you know what Hick, hickman is all about i'd turn you towards his um fantastic fantastic four or his avengers work um huddleston um if you can find copies of like of the coffin or the homeland directive those are well worth your your time as well all right do you know what you're going to be talking about next time Okay, if everything goes wet, right, then you'll be hearing uh, mine, mine and Myron's thoughts on um, No One Left to Fight Volume 2 next time. All right, and we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Click. All right, laters, everyone.